Welcome to a new episode of Hacks and Hobbies with your host, Junaid Ahmed. Hey, welcome back to another episode of Hacks and Hobbies. In this episode, I'll be continuing to talk about leveraging your smartphone for video production. It is the easiest way to create content. It is the easiest way to consume content. And you've probably been consuming content on your smartphone, going through Snapchat stories, Instagram TV, Facebook stories, Facebook videos, YouTube, Netflix. It is so easy. You just have to go to a channel, turn it on, and watch what's happening. So how can you leverage this platform, this mobile phone, that has made you a consumer to become a creator? Creators create amazing content that is in line with what they love to do. So how do you do that? Well, before you get into how and why, let's look at some basic points. The number one thing is that you want to stabilize your video. What do I mean by that? A lot of the time you'll see video, there's a lot of shaking happening. Although the newer phones have built-in optical image stabilizers and they have some kind of algorithm that will stabilize the video, it's still not enough if you're shaking your hand. There's many different ways to go about stabilizing your video. One, you can use both hands to hold your phone. If you're shooting horizontal video, of course your hands will be on either side of the phone. If you're using vertical video, just keep that hand as stabilized as possible when you're recording a selfie video or if you're recording a video from the back camera. There's other ways and other tools that you can also implement. Again, they cost a little extra, but if you're absolutely serious and dedicated in building out great content, these are some things that you can go out and buy that will help you stabilize your video. So what does this tool do? It holds your phone in place. It's got three axis gimbals, meaning it has three motors that are constantly running to keep your phone stabilized. So you could be running with this device, you could be running with the video on, and I believe it has the ability to do both vertical video stabilization and horizontal video stabilization. So anytime you see them, some smooth video that's and the person is running or following a skateboard or following, you know, running kids and stuff like that, they're using some kind of stabilization mechanism. So that's one tool that you can acquire or just practice with both your hands. You got built-in tripods, you hold both hands with your elbows in your tummy and you're holding the camera as stable as possible with both hands. Then you're moving or you're just keeping it in the same place. Another way to stabilize video is to get a tripod. A lot of times when you're doing a talking head, you're just essentially looking at the camera and you might be moving, but the camera doesn't need to move. So if you get a tripod, you would just need an adapter to connect or hold your smartphone in place onto the tripod. That's number one. You want to stabilize your video when you're shooting any video. May it be vertical, may it be horizontal. You want to do that as much as possible. 
So the next step is pretty simple. The thing that's closely related to any video is the audio. Yes, we have become very accustomed to reading our videos. Captions on those videos help a lot when you want to watch a video quickly, get the gist of it, and move on to the next video. But I'm not talking about captions. I'm talking about audio. Improving audio quality for your video is extremely essential because 50% of the video is the audio. Without a good audio experience, without a good sound, you might as not even create the video because the moment the audience does not understand what you're talking about is the moment they press pause or close out the window and go to the next story the next post so having a good sound is essential you can add music you can add good vocals talking so how do you do that well you need to get an external microphone you can use the headset that came with your phone plug it in use the headset when you're recording audio you can get dedicated lavalier mics which cost anywhere from 15 to $25. And they do an excellent job. And you can connect them to your iPhone, iPad, or your Android phone and Android tablets. As your camera is sitting up there on a tripod, you've got a nice 20-foot cable bringing your audio to the video, creating a clear and constant connection. If you don't have an external microphone, make sure you speak clearly into the phone. Some people even said that recording video inside a car because it's got built-in acoustic dampening to keep the outside sound out and keep the inside noise low. It's also a good area to record video and audio. I don't recommend it. I recommend you have a nice microphone or an external microphone connected to your device and you can be outside, you can be anywhere and recording good quality audio. Now you've got good stabilized video, you've got clean audio into your video, you've got a nice composition of how you're framing your shots. Now it comes down to compressing your video for a faster upload. Now most cameras can shoot 1080p. 1080p is a great resolution. It's the most prevalent video streaming format on all of the social media platforms. When you're shooting your video, shoot as high as possible, but compress it down to 1080p, 30 frames per second. And if you, if you want to go fancy, you could even do 24 frames per second, which is a cinema standard. Once you've got your video and audio, you compress this video nice and clean. So how do you do this? Well, there's several different applications that you're editing your video on. If you're shooting directly using the default video applications for the different platforms, you don't have a whole lot of control over these variables, which is fine. Those apps will only grab what they need to post it on their platform. Some of the apps that I use 
to make sure I am getting what I want, I use Filmic Pro. It enables you to pick the resolution, your orientation, the aspect ratio, how big of a file you want, which microphone to use when recording the video. And there is a companion app for Filmic Pro called Filmic Remote. Filmic Remote enables you to connect one device to another device. Let's say you have your iPad connected to your microphone on a tripod mount sitting away from you. You need to see what the camera is seeing and you, need, and you don't have a second person triggering that camera. You can use a remote app on your iPhone that's on your body and you can trigger it and say hit record, put your phone away, compose yourself and then start talking. Giving yourself this extra moments of silence and composing enables you to be able to edit out those portions of video that is unusable. It gives you space to think, space to compose, and get ready for what you're about to speak. Having collected thoughts and collected mindset when you're speaking to the camera is very essential. When you're thinking, while you're talking, using crutch words like, uh, um, so, etc. is kind of off-putting, but sometimes they show authenticity. Sometimes they're just not um, all there. I mean, it, it doesn't feel like you're all there and you, you don't exude confidence in those videos. The reason for why you want to use an application that's dedicated to video is so you have an enhanced experience of creating your content. When you're outputting this content, it's in the highest quality possible that you can bring it to a professional editing suite such as Final Cut Pro, iMovie, Adobe Premiere, or Adobe After Effects, and other video editing applications such as Filmora. So it helps you get you the best quality of video possible from your smartphone camera. An example of a movie, very well-known director that I can't remember the name of, he used an iPhone 7 Plus to shoot all of the footage for this feature-length film. All of the video is edited on a Mac Pro using Falca Pro X. The main camera was the iPhone. And they were able to go around shooting. And what was awesome is the actors talking to the camera, they were not as intimidated because they're just looking at a phone, looking at the back of a phone. So they had very little intimidation and um, they were able to be more natural in their acting. They also used good amount of lighting to make sure that the scene came out clean. You could see the characters and there's minimal noise because that's where the lighting helps. The smartphones have very small sensors 
So the better lighting you have, the better image quality you will get out of it. In the previous segment, I mentioned how small the sensor on these smartphones are. They are tiny sensors, smaller than your fingertip. And that sensor is what is recording the footage that you're shooting. So anytime you're using digital zoom, you're further degrading the quality of the video that you're shooting. So do not use digital zoom. If you have a dual lens phone that has dual lens, a wide angle and a telephoto lens, absolutely use those two lenses to capture video in the native zoom specs that they are listed for. You should just hit 1x or 2x. Anytime you're adding digital zoom, you're adding more blocking, more artifacts and noise. You've probably seen on Snapchat, people have been zooming vertical videos on Snapchat for quite some time. It's totally fine. It's not a professional video. You're just getting some attention. But anytime you're creating video for professional consumption, you want to make sure you avoid that digital zoom. Thanks again for your support. We look forward to answering your questions. We do have a question for you and would love to hear from you. Send us a message using the messages function on the Anchor app. The question is, what do you use your smartphone for on a daily basis? Thanks for listening. Till next time.